You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. Welcome, everybody, to the Casting for Fun podcast, the first episode of 2023. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and it's good to be back after my short break from the show. Uh, I hope everybody had a happy new year and that you enjoyed a, a safe, fun time with friends and loved ones and that everything's going well so far to begin start out 2023. Uh, before I jump into this week's uh, episode, I wanted to address just uh, the recent scary issues that have been going on with uh, prominent athletes and actors. Uh, we talk about entertainment very frequently here on the show. So uh, this recording is taking place, this intro is taking place on Monday evening, January 2nd at approximately 8.32 p.m. And if you were watching the Monday Night Football game, I'm sure you probably heard or saw that uh, uh, Buffalo Bills safety, uh, DeMar Hamlin, uh, uh, suffered a very serious injury. Uh, I'm no medical expert, so I'm not going to really speculate or talk about what actually happened, but I uh, definitely want to send my my thoughts, prayers, good vibes, well wishes to him and his family and that he can hopefully recover from this. Uh, my understanding is it is a really scary, very serious situation that occurred with him. And actually over the holiday weekend as well, uh, Jeremy Renner, who obviously best known for playing the Hawkeye role for the Marvel uh, movies and TV shows, suffered a really serious accident as well that required him to be airlifted from his home area. Uh, my understanding was he was in critical condition, but I think he's a little more stable now. But again, my, my thoughts, well wishes, prayers to go out to the Renner family as well. So hopefully everyone's safe and okay and uh, can recover from this. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into this week's uh, topic for the Casting for Fun podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's show. So to help bring in the new year, of 2023, I wanted to do an episode reflecting back on the year in entertainment that was uh, 2022. So I've been doing this actually for a couple of years now on social media, uh, posting uh, pictures of my favorite movies, TV shows, uh, moments in sports, musical albums, things that I've really enjoyed for that particular year. And I, I'm always welcome to feedback from others to see what they're listening to or watching or what they were watching for the previous year. So for this week's episode, I'm going to be dividing it into two parts. Uh, the first segment is going to be consisting of pre-recorded comments from good friends and frequent collaborators to the podcast, uh, Eddie Ramirez, Nick Turner, and Sean Lovano, telling us about their favorite aspects of entertainment for the past year of 2022. The next segment is going to consist of my wife and I, Allison, having a sit-down conversation talking about our picks for uh, favorite things in entertainment for 2022. So here we go. This is first pre-recorded comments from Eddie about what he enjoyed from the past year. Hey, Albert, thanks for inviting me for this one. Uh, this 2022 list, um, I'm, I'm sure there's so many things this year that people can talk about. So I'm just going to go with entertainment off the bat. Um, I'll start off with The Batman. The Batman, to me, was the best comic book movie I've ever experienced. Um, I love Grounded uh, origin movies. Even though this wasn't an origin movie, I really like how the hero or antagonist um, you know, struggle to become who they are and then to finally show and ascend to what they're supposed to be, you know, like movies like um, Captain America, the first Avenger to the first Iron Man to uh, the Christopher Nolan uh, Batman when that came out, you know, these grounded startup uh heroic roles like it's really I, I really am entertained by it but to me the batman just had everything i've ever wanted to see and experience um the city itself with the character every background was just like a it just looked like a screensaver you know it was just beautifully shot the acting was just top notch and you know i didn't feel three hours it flew by so fast and i'm Really, I was really entertained by it, and I really look forward to any sequels or any spin-offs from this movie. Um, I want to throw out a little special shout-out. Um, earlier this year, I decided just to read um, just a Star Wars a series again, and I went into um, the Darth Bane trilogy. Um, to me, 
there is no better book entertainment in terms of the Star Wars world than the Darth Bane trilogy. I think some of the best writing I've ever read has come out of that. I will put it up there with the trilogy of, you know, Lord of the Rings, if you're into, like, the fantasy worlds and stuff. So Darth Bane trilogy, that's a little special shout-out. I, I picked it up again this year, and I was just as entertained as the first time. And if anything, I caught a little bit of more innuendos within it that I didn't catch the first read. So it was it was a really good, enjoyable recall. We'll keep going down the list here. I have... Andor, um, to me, that was the best Star Wars content I've experienced since enjoying Rogue One when that came out. And then prior to that, the original trilogy, I think Andor just captures the time period perfectly. Um, I mean, if even if you're not a Star Wars fan, I mean, I think just you'd appreciate just the quality of the story, the writing, the character build. And, I mean, this is really just... On its own, without Star Wars, just a great show. And just to add that it is in the Star Wars world just, just really captivated me. And I'm really happy that, um, st you know, Star Wars is finally starting to stretch itself out more and not just be caught up in only the mystical parts of things, but really show us a grounded level of the whole galaxy far, far away. Um, Wednesday, uh, this show on... Uh, <laughs> I mean, my wife and I, we literally just, we've heard about it, and then we just went right into it and binged it over three days, and we just couldn't get enough of it. I mean, the show is is impeccable. Like, I, I, I was worried we were going to get another Adam's Family remake, and it's just going to be some, you know, some cheesy cliche type of stuff. I mean, I, I like old Adam's Family stuff, but... Wednesday was just on a different level. I'm I'm really happy where the show ended on this season and looking forward to hopefully season two. Um, another thing in entertainment that really just caught me was, <laughs> I'm going to go music here. We're going to go with Bad Bunny. I've heard about this artist for a while. I've, you know, I've caught songs here and there. But this year, for me, I just became a fan. I... If you're just into reggaeton and just Latin house music and hip hop, like, I mean, this guy just really is a crossover. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy the energy in his music and it's he's a hit after hit. I can't deny it. I'm a big fan of his and I look forward to just many more albums and tracks from this guy. And um, another top five thing in entertainment for me is Wordle. Um, if you didn't play it, I'm sure you've heard of it. Wordle, just, I was not ready for this kind of addiction. I love Wordle. I, I remember from the beginning of this year, even till now, maybe I don't play it as much, but just trying to figure out the, the, the word of the day, the five letter word of the day. It's so entertaining. I don't know why I get caught up on it. I get frustrated. I feel victorious when I, when I figure out the word or, you know. It's just one of those that stood out. So, uh, Wordle was a very much an unexpected joy this year for me. Um, I definitely want to go into uh, some sports moments this year. Um, let's just start off with the city of LA. Um, within four or five years, we have had the Lakers win, we've had LAFC win, we've had the Dodgers win, and we've had the Rams win. I mean, just being spoiled by entertainment here in the city to the sports entertainment that we have here we are in the luxury of options but the fact that we were able to be crowned champions in multiple sports within a very recent amount of years is great um, i love that the city and all parts of our walks of life you know if you're in a baseball basketball soccer obviously football like i think we hit all the major sports and in all of them we were able to call ourselves champions and um, I was really happy to just share those moments, especially this year with LAFC winning the way they did. I mean, to me, that was just amazing stuff right there. And I mean, what better way than to win a championship in double overtime penalties? Best way to go. So that is my top sports moment 2022. Other shout outs is Serena and Roger Federer uh, retiring from tennis. 
Uh, those are two legacies with now tennis up for grabs for anyone else who wants to take the throne. But right now, it just just a shout out to Serena Williams and Roger Federer for for retiring in tennis as a low key uh, tennis guy. Like I really loved what they brought to the sport. They've transcended things and made it just that much more of a crossover for so many people just to get into tennis or pay attention to it. Um, another big one. Um, I'm going to put a throw out there the Ronaldo getting benched in his final World Cup of his career. And then to just turn it around and make $250 million in two and a half years to sign for a Saudi team. I mean, this guy went from, I don't know, I remember his quote because I'm a Ronaldo fan. I've always been. Um, I never kept that quiet. But I'm not going to lie, it is funny to see how a few years ago he went from, I will never play for a lower-end league, I want to retire with dignity, and he says something along those lines of like, I will retire with dignity, playing for a top-level team, and then when I'm not, I retire. And now, I guess his price was $250 million for him to go, maybe not, I'll go play in the Saudi league for two and a half years at $250 million. I would do it, he should get no hate for that. If he knows his career is done in the league, why not cash in and make more money than most people can make in their whole lifetime? So shout out to Ronaldo for ending his retirement on a very high tax bracket. And um, in soccer, whether you're a fan of his or not, whether you followed him or not, the story of Messi is... 2022 i always enjoyed messi's you know fr- uh, i would say messi has always been frustrated to me because he's always beaten the teams that i've root for but in that respect i mean this guy is king messi uh he just became the undisputed king of soccer people have tried to make arguments for years that is no longer the case he is the king of soccer he has broken every single record he's touched and he's only like 30 goals behind Ronaldo and most goals ever. So, you know, I'm sure he'll beat that pretty soon unless Ronaldo scores like 50 goals in that Saudi league. But even then, no one's going to think about anyone else but Messi in 2022 when it comes to sports. I mean, he overcame Mbappe, who I believe is the next big thing after Messi and Ronaldo retire. He is the face of soccer. But right now, Messi decided not to pass the torch. He got his. He finally got the last major tournament trophy that he did not get in international soccer for himself and for his country, Argentina. And he overcame Mbappe's record-breaking hat-trick and golden boot in a, probably the best World Cup final we'll see for decades. So um, I'm thankful to have been able to watch his career. And you know, whenever he does retire, um, he's going to retire as the best that's ever played the game. And shout out to Pele. Um, as of this recording, um, he unfortunately did pass away. So I want to give a shout out to Pele. Um, he made soccer fun and beautiful. Um, he's one of those that I love watching recordings of and just, you know, replays of. Uh, whenever he, he would show up on TV, whenever it was like the World Cups, they would show like the best of. And Pele would always show up. And I became a Brazil fan because of Pele and Rivaldo, Ronaldo. So he started that culture and he made it fun. So, you know, just RIP uh, King Pele. And last but not least, I just want to give out a random for myself to share with you guys. Um, I got my wife and I, we got our second lab. Labrador, uh, Leia, named after, you guessed it, Princess Leia, Star Wars. So now we have Kira. The She was the first love of Han Solo. And now we have Leia, the other love and most memorable uh, love of Han Solo, Leia. So uh, that's a little special shout out. Um, thank you, Albert, for including me in your podcast throughout this year. It's been super fun. And I look forward to just seeing what you do to grow the channel, to grow the podcast. I root for you, my friend. And um, I look forward to being invited back. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's to all, all, all the people that follow you and to your family and friends. Take care. So thank you very much, Eddie, for your comments and your kind words. Really appreciate it. And, of course, you're always welcome on the podcast, as are all of my guests. 
uh, to come back and, and talk and discuss all the cool things that we like to talk about. <laughs> and I enjoyed your picks. So thank you for sharing them. Uh, except maybe for LAFC winning the championship. I don't know if I cared about that one too much, but uh, looking at it from a purely objective uh, viewpoint, uh, loving Major League Soccer. Uh, yeah, I, I will admit that it was one of the most exciting MLS Cup finals in quite a while. Uh, LAFC versus Philadelphia Union. So uh, looking forward to what Major League Soccer has to hold for us for 2023. And you know what? One of these days, Eddie, you and I really need to sit down and have a discussion about Andor. Because to be honest, I didn't care for Andor. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to talk about it and have a, a longer conversation as to why. But uh, other than that, I really enjoyed your picks. And I definitely want to try and check out Wednesday. I keep hearing lots of good things about that particular Netflix show. Okay, so very good. So now let's go ahead and move on to uh, comments from Nick Turner. This is what Nick had to say for uh, entertainment of 2022. Hello, Casting for Fun podcast crew. This is Nick here to talk about 2022. Overall, I think 2022, as far as entertainment goes, uh, was very weak and wasn't that impressive in my opinion. Um, I think my favorite movie was Top Gun, but I found I didn't see as many movies as I probably would have before. Um, but yeah, really like Top Gun. Uh, let's see. A lot of streaming stuff came out, but once again, I, I didn't like much of it. I'd say my my favorite piece of entertainment for 2022 was Tales of the Jedi, which people might have picked up from that podcast. Um, also, really... Excited that the World Cup was this year. That was fun for sports. I'd say that was the highlight of the year for me, uh, watching the World Cup. Um, but yeah, overall entertainment, I think it was kind of a down year. Um, I didn't like a lot of things. I thought Marvel wasn't that great. Seems like entertainment's kind of slowing down for us. Um, but Tales of the Jedi hit the home run. Classic Star Wars. Good storytelling. Good characters. Anyway, hopefully 2023 is a much better year. So thank you very much, Nick, for your feedback and input on uh, entertainment. And I totally get where you're coming from, even though I do have to respectfully disagree <laughs> uh, that I do think entertainment in 2022 was really good. But I do see where you're coming from. And I would agree that uh, 2022 maybe wasn't one of the stronger years for Marvel Studios. But uh, that being said, uh, for entertainment, I would recommend to you, Nick, and I'm assuming that you're listening because I know you're one of my biggest supporters. So, so thank you. Uh, the, the show I would recommend watching for you, Nick, would be uh, Jack Ryan season three on Amazon Prime. Uh, the Jack Ryan show has been really great. And to be honest, uh, seasons one and two, I don't really remember what happened. Uh, so I think you can jump into season three, which just released actually just a few weeks ago, right around Christmas time and not be lost because I think it's just a really great uh, political action thriller. And I think you'll enjoy it. Cool. OK, so let's last but not least, let's go ahead and move on to comments from Sean Lovano. So this is what Sean had to say for his uh, favorite picks for entertainment in 2022. Hey, Albert, I uh, hope you had a good Christmas and hope you have a happy new year. Thank you for inviting me to be on one last uh, podcast. Um, let's see. You asked me to share some of my favorite things of 2022. Uh, we'll start out with movies. Uh, easily, uh, my favorite movie 2022 was uh, Wakanda Forever. I think it was a beautiful tribute to um, Chadwick Boseman. And I just love, I think, um, you know, my dream as a kid to have a Mesoamerican superhero or villain uh, came true, but Ryan Cougar executed that on the highest level. So I thought that was really dope. Um, a lot of the uh, themes reminded me, um, oh, words are also reminded me of my mission in Yucatan. So, um, you know, anything that reminds you of something, I think is good, if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, TV, streaming. Okay, so two shows stand out. Uh, one is Wednesday. I, you know, our family has always been an Adams Family fan. I still remember uh, my dad taking us as kids to go see the Adams Family and then um, watching 
the black and white show on TV, you know, uh, with my dad as a kid, because he watched that when he was younger. So that was, I think, really done very well. Um, Jen Ortega and Tim Burton are just did a really great job. Uh, second, Bear on Hulu. Uh, I love any shows about cooking, and then you add in like some drama um, and some dark humor. It's very good. And another show uh, I would like to recommend definitely has to be Rami um, on Hulu as well. Uh, Rami Youssef, he, uh, he's a comedian and a writer. But uh, what's really cool about his show uh, in season one is uh, he's just a dude just trying to find the balance between living his life as a dude, I guess you could say, and uh, his religion. And it was pretty cool because I was able to relate to that character so much. And um, season three dropped to this uh, year and uh, it was really good. So check those out for sure. Uh, music. Uh, I mean, no one, it's a, <laughs> no one's surprised. That as far as music, um, Bad Bunny, Un Verano Sin Ti, uh, uh, album was definitely on repeat the whole year, ever since it came out. Um, I had a, I had a very interesting, um, experience with music this year and that album. Um, you know, I've all, I grew up with Spanish music, you know, things that were just always very lively and happy and help us enjoy life. But this album, when uh, it came out right before I went to Puerto Rico, and being in Puerto Rico, there was billboards of the album everywhere. Aaron was playing his music, going out, his music was playing. It was really, it's really nice. It's really cool when I listen to one of his songs, and it just triggers like a memory in Puerto Rico, or when I had a specific meal in Puerto Rico. And, um, uh, you know, and that was one of my top three vacation spots you know so it's that's my experience of music and that's why it's my favorite um but i i also gotta give a shout out to my buddy marcelo who hooked me up to go see 311 uh last time i saw them was 311 day 2011 i believe right before i went on my mission and haven't seen him since then and that definitely reminded me of all the good times that we had going to the shows, uh, you know, going, you know, out to eat afterward. And it was, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. Got to hear a lot of really good music live. Uh, man, I just, I just forget how good um, that band is sometimes. And that was nice. And I saw him at the wheel turn. Um, so that definitely reminded me, Albert, of that time we saw him at the wheel turn. And uh, we went back to your car and you freaked out for a second because your um, moonroof was open and oh, no, we we're worried about someone stealing your CDs or radio or something like that. Uh, <laughs> and then we went to Pink's after. So that was really cool. Um, let's see here. I'm looking at the list. Moment in sports. Um, well... You know, I hope uh, I saw something and um, I read something on Twitter and I'll see it here. Uh, when I die, I hope, um, you know, Dave Roberts is there at my funeral so he and the Dodgers can let me down one more time, you know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you know, it's a love-hate relationship with the Dodgers. It's... uh. It's probably the most toxic relationship I voluntarily uh, am involved in, but I love it. Um, although this was a great year, I saw, I think I went to like 10 games. I went to my first opening day. I sat uh, right at uh, like first baseline outfield and Mookie Betts made a great play right in front of me. Um, I was there for... Uh, the Vince Goldie tribute game, which was uh, tear jerking. Uh, I got to go to the All Star uh, game, the festivities, the Hummer Derby. So that was a, a dream that I uh, um, 
lived as a kid. I went with my older brother, which is really cool. Um, went to a playoff game, the only the first playoff game, <laughs> and we won, which is great. Um, but yeah, man. Um, anytime you get to go to a Dodger game, it's definitely a highlight of my year. Um, I ran into some old friends at a Dodger game one time, and and ever since we've connected, we've um, kept that friendship. You know, we go to Disneyland together and everything, so that's cool. Oh, another thing, I bought a magic key for Disneyland, so that's you know, if if you ever want to meet up for some beignets, let's go. And another thing of in sports is uh. Leak and Riley coming to USC and turning the program around and um, restoring us back to um, to our glory days, you know, getting the Heisman and everything. Uh, I work at USC, so it's been a really big deal. Um, <laughs> so that's been great to um, witness again because for me, when I think of USC – and I'm sure a lot of people our age, um, we think about the Reggie Bush days, probably or arguably the best uh, college football player um, uh, ever. So that's been really nice. Um, as as I think that's about it. I think I covered just about everything on the list. Um, something I discovered in 2022, Anna Festive Entertainment. Okay, now just something I discovered in 2022. Um, uh, just be happy, you know. I, I chose that just want to be happy and do things I want to do. And so this was a great year of traveling, of going to really good restaurants. Um, you know, I went to Momofuku, New York, and that was really great. And um, just just enjoy life. I you get caught up so much in the the mundane things of every day that I've really tried to make it a habit to um, take a break and just do things I've always wanted to do and want to keep doing. So yeah, I think with that, it's definitely comes with uh, planning. I definitely have to plan my social calendar, but. Um, you know, just I want to work on being happy and doing things that you need to do, but it involves work, you know, if that makes any sense. But um, thank you very much, Albert, for having me on your podcasts. These are definitely fun. And, um, oh, yeah, sorry, sports highlight. LAFC won, finally, which has been great. I can't wait to go see them next year. And uh, the World Cup, I know the U.S. got eliminated. But I have never seen the the U.S. play with such confidence. Uh, I've never seen the U.S. play like they know that they should be there. And not only be there, they, they know they should win. They feel like they should win. The USA midfield is it's special, man. It's special. So with that, dude, all the way USA. Can't wait for the next World Cup. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you for uh, listening to me ramble. And yeah. So thank you very much, Sean, for your your feedback and your comments. And I loved your picks as well. It was really great to hear what you had picked and selected. Uh, I kind of had a feeling in a, a hunch that you were going to pick Wakanda Forever as your favorite movie based on how like glowing a review you gave it when we had that, our conversation a few weeks ago. And it's always funny for me to think back to our crazy fun time going to 311 shows. And I can vividly remember the, the Will Turn show back in 2005 and me freaking out because <laughs> like you mentioned, I, I accidentally left my sunroof open on my old 1996 Ford Contour, which is crazy and funny to think about that. Uh, and yeah, you picked LAFC, so man, whatever, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you also had some other picks that I really liked as well. So, and, and you picked Wednesday just like Eddie. So that was actually kind of fun. Uh, I, I really think I need to sit down and watch that with Allison. Uh, so thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Nick. And thank you, Sean, for your contributions and anybody listening, please feel free to reach out to me, uh, connect with me on social media. Tell me what you were listening to or watching or enjoying in, uh, 2022.
Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be back for segment two of this week's episode where Allison and I are going to sit down and have a conversation about our favorite things in entertainment from the past year. Welcome back, everybody, to the Casting for Fun podcast. So for this segment of the show, I'm going to be joined by my wonderful wife, Allison Pineda. Allison, how are you? Hi. Hello. I'm good. How are you? Uh, doing well, thank you. And uh, Happy New Year to you, sweetheart. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy 2023. 2023. Yeah, very excited that we're here. Uh, before we g- jump into the topic at hand, which is presenting the, the end-of-year awards for entertainment, I wanted to just ask you, or I guess if you, you don't mind sharing with the audience, how was our New Year's Eve? How, how did we celebrate? It was nice. We had a couple over with their kids. I don't know if we say names or not, but we had the Aguilar's over. Um, and we played games and we talked a lot. We laughed. We ate a lot of yummy food. And then when they were ready to go home, oh, we toasted the night with the kids at nine, telling them it was midnight. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then when they were ready to go home, you and I just had our evening and watched TV and hung out and then toasted at midnight. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to explain uh, first foot? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So first footing is a tradition that my mom's side of the family started. My grandma started on her side. And it's kind of, um, I don't know how to explain it very well, but like a silly superstition really about luck with the home in the year. So The tradition is that the head of the household, typically the male head of the household, will cross the threshold first for the new year. And when that happens, then there's good luck in the home. And if anybody else crosses crosses the threshold, then there's bad luck. And we did this when I was growing up for my whole life. I don't remember my dad not doing it. So you walk outside a minute or so before the new year starts and then he walks in over the door and he would kiss my mom and that would be our new year. Um, And the one year that they didn't do it because they just, I think, forgot or got busy or something happened. um, My mom had a miscarriage or several deaths in the family. It was kind of a rough year. And my mom said that's because we didn't do first footing. So when I first met Albert, we were getting serious. I went to him and said, like my family has this tradition. I don't know that I'm fully invested that you have to do it, but I just want you to know that if you do, I want you to do it for the rest of our lives because I wouldn't want to miss a year and feel like it was because of bad luck because of that. So I left it up to you and kind of said, what do you want to do? Do you want to do this or not? And then your turn. What did you think? I thought it was silly, and uh, but I also thought it would be fun. That was soft. <laughs> We're gonna soften the blow there. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I guess I'm kind of like uh, Michael Scott on The Office. I may not be superstitious, but I'm a little bit stitious. You're so a little bit stitious. yeah, so so I wanted to at least I guess let's indulge Allison and, and do it. And uh, yeah, even though I thought it was silly, I thought it would be kind of fun. So we've kept it going for eight years of marriage now. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I w- really quickly, before we get to the, the end of uh, uh, awards for entertainment, I wanted to share the one year that it was actually New Year's Eve in 2020. We went to visit Allison's family in Hawaii. So it was the only year that we weren't home. Right. And if you remember correctly, so Stephen Welling, who was a former a pr- previous guest on the podcast with his uh, brother, Tim, uh, him and his wife, Melissa, used to live next door to us. And we asked them to come over to take, you know house it for us, take a look at the our place, make sure it was okay and feed our fish that were here. But we made this extinct uh, instructions to Stephen that after New Year's Eve, he wasn't allowed to come over anymore. <laughs> and we were still gone for another week. So nobody was allowed to come to our place. <laughs> and thankfully nobody did, right? Yeah. And I was super grateful because I, I mean, I kind of was like, oh, we might lose the fish. They might die, but oh, well, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that was kind of funny that, and, and, you know, in eight years of marriage, that's the only time that we've been uh, out of town mm-hmm. for, for New Year's Eve, where we were well, gone for a long time. When we came into town, you walked over the threshold yeah. first to still maintain the good luck. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess had somebody or you know, burglar whoever like crossed over or even like our landlord who has a key, uh, we would have been in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but to our knowledge, nobody did. So yeah, it was it's uh, it's a fun little tradition. I think it's something cute for our family to have. But also I'm a little stitious, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, so, you know, it's kind of interesting and funny. So 2022 was a very eventful year for our family and for me personally. So as we were ringing in the new year for 2023, I almost felt a little sad just thinking in my mind, thinking, you know what, there's no way that 2023 is going to be better. 
Yeah. But at the same time, we had to just remember that take the good with the bad. Some years are great. Some years are just normal, average. Some years are, aren't so good, but uh, you can find joy and happiness regardless of what's going on. But but 2022 was a very good year for our family and for me personally. Yeah, I felt the same thing, actually, because I was like 2022 will always be the year that we were adopted, adopted and were sealed to Liam. Mm-hmm. And now we're in 2023 and we're not in that same year. And it kind of made me sad because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I want to be in the year that we could say this is the year we did it all. But yeah, here we are. Yeah, and it was a very eventful year for Avery as well. So it's kind of, I mean, I don't know for, for Avery, maybe when she gets older, but I always remember her year five of your life, of her life was actually a really great year for her. As, as a parent, I think that's something that I'll remember. How come? Why was it a great year? Uh, for everything that she did, we remember we were listing out her accomplishments that she graduated preschool, she started kindergarten. Um, technically, we, I mean, the very, very end of the year, we saw her riding a bike. Avery knows how to ride a bike now. Yeah, after only like three tries, she did amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a lot of accomplishments for Avery. She lost her first tooth mm-hmm. when she turned five. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, she did soccer and softball, soccer and softball. for the first time. Yeah. Swimming advancements. Yeah. So it was a very eventful year for Avery as well. Yeah. So I think it's something that I'll remember for her. But I mean, as she gets older, she'll have other great years too. She'll have this podcast. Yeah, she will. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I hope my listeners don't mind us sharing a little bit of family stuff. But I mean, it was, it was really important for us. But uh, so was there anything else? Mm-mm. Okay, let's jump into this uh, end of year awards for entertainment that I like to do. Uh, in case anybody was curious, uh, I'm a big fan of the Kevin and Bean show uh, when it was existing uh, here in uh, for, for K-Rock, a local radio station, rock radio station here in L.A. Uh, the personalities for that particular radio program would present their own end of year awards for favorite movies, TV shows, music, stuff like that. And I always thought it was a really cool idea because I love entertainment. And if you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, you know, I always talk about entertainment. So uh, I've been doing this end of year awards for my favorite aspects of entertainment since 2018. And here we go. So this is 2022. So I hand out awards, or I guess not hand out, because I mean, I'm not giving these artists anything. <laughs> I'm acknowledging these artists for doing great stuff that I personally found entertaining. And as you got to hear from the previous comments, we got to hear from friends of the friends of mine and frequent collaborators of the podcast uh, aspects of entertainment that they like. So for now, for this segment, Allison and I are going to talk about our favorite things in movies, TV shows, uh, music, stuff like that. Uh, But also what I hope people will take from this podcast, if you're listening to it, you may discover a movie or TV show you didn't know about. Maybe it just flew under your radar and you figure, oh, you know, I should probably check that out. That may be a cool thing to look at. So what I mentioned to Allison is a number of times there'll be something that maybe we're late to the party and we only just, just discovered a movie or TV show that maybe had been released previously, but we just discovered it that year. So we're going to add those to our end of year awards as well. Does that work for you? Yep, sounds good. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into this. First, I wanted to present my award for uh, best TV show of 2022. Uh, for me, it was no contest. Hands down, Cobra Kai season five. Uh, I, w- I won't dive into it too much here because, I mean, I did a whole episode of the podcast with uh, Nathan Wolf talking about Cobra Kai. But uh, I consider it to be not just one of the best. I consider it to be the best legacy sequel that Hollywood has produced. It's so much fun, so great, and season five was no exception. So yes, Cobra Kai season five was my favorite show. Uh, Honorable mentions, though, I do recommend checking out season four of Stranger Things, which also released this past year. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Rings of Power was really great as well. I know that was kind of a controversial one with fans, but I personally enjoyed it. And uh, Halo, uh, based on the Halo video game, that was on Paramount+. Plus. So that was a really cool one as well. So uh, what would you like to share, sweetheart? What was your favorite show in 2022? Well, I feel like I'm going to be really boring compared to you with this whole thing because you keep up on pop pop culture so much better than I do. So I'm just going to share what was my favorite, but it's a lot of times dated stuff like it happened before. And here we are in 2022. Allison's finally getting on board. Oh, as I mentioned, though, that's perfectly fine. (laughs) I know, but it sounds less sounds more boring. Okay, so guess what my favorite show of 2022 was for 2022. I mean, you've actually already told me and and listeners of the podcast probably know as well for you it would have been Ted Lasso yeah it was so good I loved the character of Ted Lasso and the different layers he had and all he would represent the the way he would interact with people with kindness it's just yeah so good 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Ted Lasso, I think, launched in 2020, the first season. Then the second season was 2021, technically. The third season was actually supposed to release last year, but I think there was a delay. So we may be getting it this year. Still getting one, right? Yeah, we're absolutely still getting a third season. I, I discussed it on the podcast when I re- talked to Ryan Ferrante. There is a possibility that the third season may be the last, but we're for sure getting a third season of Ted Lasso, okay. which will be really, That's really That's what great. I want. Uh, were there any other shows that you enjoyed? Um, I was surprised how much I liked The Rings of Power. Oh, cool. Yeah, you mentioned that too. Yeah. That's not like my genre, but I really, really thought they did a good job with that. And I really like Stranger Things, um, but with my eyes half closed. And then, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to explain that? Uh, so it's kind of funny. Allison gets really spooked out at jump scare stuff. So uh obviously stranger things has lots of jump scare stuff and also has gross monsters yeah which are scary. gross stuff yeah so so allison will always ask me to watch ahead of time so i i know what's coming up and then i'll spoil for her like it is a really particularly scary moment yeah and i, yeah. I cover my eyes till he tells me it's okay <laughs> to look again i appreciate that oh you're welcome you're welcome yeah. and then also um murders in the building oh thank you that's, that's a good one that was a good one too yeah yeah that one was already in before 2022 though right I, th- I think so yeah yeah but i liked it this year yeah that was another good one that we enjoyed as well yeah 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 uh shows that we're watching that they're not finished yet but i think we've enjoyed so far have been uh jack right jack ryan season three uh willow and national treasure uh they came out all three of those came out very towards the end of the year so they didn't make my my top picks but uh yeah just, just timing like that's how it goes but i'm i'm if anybody's watching those shows and you're enjoying it great and then also what we're planning to watch would be the Wednesday show because mm-hmm. lots of people are saying great things about that. So mm-hmm. I think we'll, we'll add that to our, our list. And that could be one of our shows that we say at the end of this year, hey, you know, that Wednesday show was actually pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Even though technically it released in 2022. That's so, true. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, let's jump on to uh, movies. So my favorite movie, uh, just like Cobra Kai, uh, I really love legacy sequels. I picked Top Gun Maverick as my oh, favorite movie. Oh, good call. Yeah. Was that yours yeah, too? Yeah, that was my favorite. Okay. So good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, again, I did an entire episode just talking about that show with uh, our, our good friend Stephen Cable. So don't need to rehash the information here. But what, what legacy sequels, I think, need to do good, I think, is, you know, show the original cast, you know, in this case, Tom Cruise, and then have the new cast that are just as likable and potentially carry on the show without them. And that was the case I feel with Miles Teller's portrayal as a uh, rooster. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the now adult son of uh, goose who died in the first movie, obviously spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the Top Gun Maverick was fantastic as well. I thought it was really, really great. It's interesting to note though, because of the delays of COVID and things like that, technically the movie was supposed to be released in 2020. Oh, really? So if it hadn't been released in 2020, my pick for best movie of this past year, 2022, would have been Elvis. The, yeah. You don't like it? I mean, I liked it, but not top movies. No, oh, okay. Wakanda was better. I would argue Wakanda was better. Oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, Wakanda Forever was also on my list. Uh, so other honorable mentions would be the Elvis Presley biopic, uh, Wakanda Forever, the Batman, which I think you didn't like as well, no. right? Okay. Uh, the Multiverse of Madness, so Doctor Strange, I that enjoyed was, quite a bit. Uh, no. no? Mm-hmm. That was too dark. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Lost City, that that was a kind of a surprise movie. That was with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. That was cute. Yeah, that, like that, that was uh, an, an enjoyable one. And of course, Uncharted. I absolutely love the video game series. I thought the Uncharted movie with uh, Tom Holland was excellent. But my pick for best movie of 2022 was definitely uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, agreed. 100%. You know what? I think made that really good for a sequel. Is that the word for it? Sequel movie after one that's already made? Uh, Well, if we're normally for a sequel, but if it's coming out like, you know, years later, sometimes even decades later, the the term that's kind of been coined in Hollywood is legacy sequel. So oh. I, I keep using that phrase. So. Okay, fine. <laughs> legacy sequel. I think what's cool is that they made so many references to the first in like little Easter egg kind of ways. Like yeah. you wouldn't like have this full on explanation of a story, but if you paid attention the first one, you caught that reference in the second one mm-hmm. i like that part a lot oh yeah very cool yeah very cool uh anything else with movies um no i'm glad that you had the first one that you did okay cool. yeah, yeah very i approve okay very good so next would be music so again music is a big part of my life and i'm always listening to music particularly new albums being released that year uh for me my favorite album of 2022 was uh fever dreams parts one through four by johnny Marr who's, you know, most famous for being the guitarist for the band, The Smiths. Uh, Johnny Marr's done tons of great solo stuff. 
but I think this is hands down his best work that he's done. So Fever Dreams parts one through four, uh, definitely check that out if you haven't. Uh, we got to see him in concert, so I'm really excited. That really glad that we got to see him, even though we were late. Uh, I guess I, I'll blame LAFC traffic. Uh, <laughs> t- technically, they weren't playing, but I, I still blame them because it was their stadium. <laughs> You're so funny, so but uh, we 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 did catch uh, at least like the the last third of his show, or maybe uh, yeah, probably a, a third of the show. So so we got to see some perform him perform uh, some of those songs that I'm that I love from that album, as well as some covers from the Smiths that he did. Uh, which I guess technically are his song just as much as Morrissey's, but yeah, Johnny Mars' new album is really excellent. Uh, honorable mentions though, I would suggest listening to uh, Unlimited Love by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Physical Thrills by the Silver Sun Pickups, uh, Dropout Boogie by the Black Keys, and Utopia by the band Saying Lucia. Uh, it's, it's a really cool, like, uh, indie techno rock band that I've, I've enjoyed quite a bit. I've been pronouncing their name wrong. Because uh, they're named after the Caribbean nation. So they're called St. Lucia, not St. Lucia, as I was calling them previously. <laughs> so I'm glad I was corrected and got that figured out. Uh, I guess I'm kind of hesitant to ask this because I know you're not as big of a, a music aficionado as I am. But was there any particular new music in 2022 that you enjoyed? I'm definitely not an aficionado. <laughs> I actually was thinking as you were saying that, like, why are you married to me? Like, I'm the worst with music when it comes to that. Like, Albert and I have, like, a lot in common. We agree on a lot of things. Neither of us ever want to live in snow someday. But uh, I think music is our one weak point because you're so good at knowing it and you're so into it. And I'm like, turn on the radio and listen to pop Taylor Swift. And you're like, well, I hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> So I'm a little bit embarrassed by that because you're way more cultured than I am in that way. But I listen to some of the stuff that you've helped mm-hmm. me learn to like. So that's good. Like that Elise game, a girl. Oh, uh, uh, Elise Tro, Yeah. Which yeah. we're, we're going to see in concert, which is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Well, you mentioned to me that your favorite song for this past year was a song that was released actually technically back in 2019, which would be uh, uh, God's Country by Blake yeah. Shelton, right? Yeah. I so, don't know why this year it was like, my theme song like it just like was just the rocking out kind of grumpiness that I needed but also super fun so had you heard the song before though or did you hear it for the first time this year no I'd heard it before but it really resonated with you this year yeah this year I just okay. needed to pound out some music country music and that was it oh okay yeah. well I, as you know for me I mean I'm not a fan of country music at all wrong <laughs> but, wrong uh... wrong with your life that is the <laughs> one flaw you have oh my goodness that's so funny but uh that being said though uh I have attended three country shows two yeah! of them were for Allison <laughs> and one both dates back all the way to 1999 with my good friend frequent collaborator on the show Nick Turner uh where he and his uh younger sister Cassie the three of us went to go see the Charlie Daniels band Mm-hmm. back at the the Glen Helen Pavilion or at the time would have been the Blockbuster Pavilion uh, and it's actually kind of funny so that song uh, God's Country features that line his famous song The Devil Went Down to Georgia which mm-hmm. was pretty cool where in the, the, the lyric it goes uh, the devil went down to Georgia but he didn't stick around this is God's Country right yep. that goes, so, yep. so it, it's a good song and actually I, I, I know my wife's a huge fan of Lake Shelton and we got to see him and Gwen Stefani in concert Ooh. Uh, this past year that was a lot of fun too so uh, I'll give you that one now that's a, that was a good song okay good okay but can I also like be a little bit pop culture alley sure, sure like my album uh, that I loved this year was Harry Styles Harry's House what was that commercially released this year too or was it the previous year no I think it was this year oh, was it tell me I'm not far behind now I gotta check my facts Oh, okay. But I'm pretty sure it was this year. Okay. Well, your best friend, Taylor Swift, released a new oh, album too this year, right? It was this year. Okay. Thank you very much, Google says. <laughs> um, no, but let me go back to Harry's house. Okay. So okay. I was never like a Harry Styles fan. And one of our friends, um, Sarah Kelly's daughter, is into it, Madison. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if she's pretty cool. Like, she's just a cool chick all around. And if she likes it, he must be kind of cool. So I just started like asking her questions about it and listening to it a little bit. Next thing I know, like... Avery singing along because we listen to it so much and I just love that album this year oh that'd be cool very cool yeah. and Taylor Swift did release something but it has a lot of f-words so I didn't really get into it as much even though I listened to some oh okay okay yeah. oh, fair enough very yeah. good very yeah. good okay carry on okay cool so overall I think it was a, a good year for music I think that's really fun and I'm always excited for what's going to come uh in fact I mean really just off the top of the the 
the bat right now, I can tell you I'm really looking forward to uh, Depeche Mode's new album, Memento Mori, which again did an episode talking about that with my good friend Joel Tibbet. <laughs> yeah. So so really that's gonna be around the same time that we have that we go to our concert, which is in March. Right. So we got some cool shows lined up. Yeah. Hey, can fun. you go back to the fact that you went to how many country concerts, even though you hate country? Three. Thanks. Just yeah. wanna yeah, and two of them with out there again. Two of them with Allison. In fact, I can kind of probably just predict right now that it's not the end of my con- country going concert experience, is what I meant to say. <laughs> it absolutely is not. Yeah. And then for completionists who wanted to know, the third one was Garth Brooks, who obviously we also talked about on this podcast as yeah. well um so yeah there you go okay very good okay so i also as as you know i'm a huge fan of sports and i always talk about uh, the big plays and events and moments that happen in sports because i love sports so much uh it would be a little disingenuous of me to to mention this because i'm not a huge rams fan or a huge fan of the argentine national team soccer team uh but it was really cool to see the rams win the super bowl uh, last year and it was really really cool to see messi finally win a world cup championship uh so the world cup was excellent it was a lot of fun uh, if you're asking though for what specific play i thought was really exciting and fun uh i probably would pick richarlson's goal uh, a brazilian soccer player against serbia from the world cup so yes uh richarlson's goal against uh serbia would definitely be my pick for favorite sports moment of the year favorite play and of course if you're a fan of the podcast and have been listening to the show for a while you know that i have a huge love for the brazilian people uh, having served as a missionary there, you know, they adopted me as one of my, one of their own, uh, in a way. So yeah. Uh, I always be cheering for Brazil, uh, after the United States, of course, cause they're my first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that was a really exciting, fun play to watch. And in the world cup, so many fun memories and, uh, cool moments. Uh, so yeah, yeah, there you go. Are you going to ask me that question? Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. Do you have a favorite moment in sports? You weren't even going to ask? Uh, I wasn't planning to, but oh, I, I think it's a good I idea. Yeah, it is. Well, I think it's a good idea I to ask you. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame you really, I'm <laughs> but I actually have one. Okay. So Messi winning the World Cup was my favorite. Oh, okay, and cool. the whole World Cup experience was really fun. Um, especially around the holidays. I really enjoyed that. And especially watching you watch it, which was super fun. Oh, thanks. And I know you, you also got a kick to watching me watch the game with my dad and actually yeah. wearing my, my USA jersey, which you, you love. Yeah. Or not, not, it's not a jersey, a polo shirt, but. Yeah, it was really fun to just see how excited you got with it. Okay, but um, my favorite, favorite sports moment, which is probably super cheesy and you're going to want to edit this out or something, is when the two times that you beat Stephen Cable at fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, when it mattered most, I lost. So I know I wasn't gonna put that part in. <laughs> Nobody has to know. Okay, nah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay, uh, but just because we did a lot of trash talking, it was fun. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. fun. Like okay. it's fun for you. But <laughs> yeah. there you go. Okay, very cool, very cool. So one more award that I wanted to add in. Uh, this is new to for this year because, as I also mentioned in an earlier episode from the podcast, I'm not a big reader, but I want to uh, pick it up. I think it's a fun hobby. There's lots of really cool books to read. So many different topics you can. I mean, if there's anything you love sports music whatever there's books about it so it's actually pretty cool a hobby to get into uh so my favorite book this year this is cheating a little bit but uh because i'm not even finished with it yet but the ralph macchio autobiography uh the karate kid and me uh waxing on it's a really fun book so again as you know i love the cobra kai show i love the karate kid uh ralph macchio writing a book no brainer to pick it up and start reading it but i haven't finished it yet but i'm still picking it as my favorite book uh, but I also recommend Record Store Day, the most improbable comeback of the 21st century. I also talked about that on a previous episode. And Zachary Levi's autobiography, uh, um, uh, Radical Love, is a really great read as well. So reading's cool. Yeah. And I know Allison loves reading too, but I don't know if you got to as many books as you would have liked. Was that right? No, absolutely not. But I love that hopefully Avery will, and Liam will eventually see us reading and learn to love reading as much as that. I think there's a lot to be said for an avid reader. You pick up a lot in life. But um, yeah, my favorite books, I think, okay, so I definitely didn't read as many as I would have liked. My favorites were Where the Crawdads Sing, which was just like a fun, easy read, but had a little twist in it. So that was entertaining. And then um, Michelle Obama's um, biography. It's just really, really well written. And I'm not even a big Michelle Obama, like huge fan person, but I 
think she had an interesting life and it, it, there's a lot of lessons to learn from her. Well, if I remember correctly, we were just uh, doing some last minute shopping right before we went on our trip to uh, Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And I guess you were just picking up something to read by the pool, right? And yeah. You just happened to pick that because I mean, we're at Target, like they have a small book section, so it's not a whole lot of options to choose from. But that's what you just picked, I guess, based on what your options were available at the time, right? Yeah, right now I'm reading Will Smith. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very good. So we'll very see good. what that's about. Okay, so so reading is actually pretty cool. If you get a chance, check out the app, uh, Goodreads app. The Goodreads app, uh, you can get it on Android or, or iPhones. Um, it's a really cool app. It's basically like social media for, for reading books. And it was, I was introduced to it by my older sister, Adriana. So if anyone's interested in checking it out, please, yeah, do so. I think it'd be pretty cool. And add me as a friend if you feel so inclined. I should get on and add you as a friend. Yeah, Why that'd be cool. friends on Goodreads. We should be friends on Goodreads. We yeah. should be friends. We should be, yeah. And from what I can tell from our various other social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, so many of our friends are reading tons and tons of books. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Stephanie Ferrante read 70 books. Yeah, uh, 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 Lindsay Aguilar read 103. Yeah. And I just saw that our sister-in-law, Jackie, just read 117 this That's year. That's amazing. So, uh, yeah, my goal is to actually read four books. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> We should keep each other in track. Okay, so four, four books, so one per quarter. So by, by the end of March, I should have one book already read. And then if Allison's going to do that too, great. Uh, for, for school, sometimes I do have to read books, business-related books, but I'm talking more like recreational reading. So not something that I'm being forced to do. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal. Uh, we'll see how I do. And I'm more than willing to accept recommendations. Um, yeah, I, I tend to read more towards, uh, the biographies of people that I like. Mm -hmm. So that's why I read Ralph Macchio and Zachary Levi, but I'm really interested in reading anything or so yeah, any hit me up with any recommendations you may have. I like the biographies too. It's hard for me because I, when I read, I want to just finish in a day or so, which if I give myself the time, I can just read a book in a day, but then I shut down and don't exist and don't do anything productive. And that's not really beneficial or, um, realistic as a mom and so I just choose not to read because I don't have time to de devote a day to it but I need to just commit to reading some books this year mm, very cool very cool okay so just to uh, run it down from the top one more time in case people wanted to know so favorite show Cobra Kai season five favorite movie Top Gun Maverick favorite album Fever Dreams parts one through four by Johnny Marr uh favorite moment in sports Richardson's goal against Serbia and then favorite book waxing on the Karate Kid and Me by Ralph Macchio so, so yeah, those are my picks for my favorite things in entertainment. But again, please feel free to reach out, respond to uh, our various social media accounts. What did you enjoy in 2022 when it comes to entertainment? And again, please feel free to give your picks for things that, again, may have released in previous years, but you just discovered in 2022. Sounds awesome. Very cool. Uh, well, that's all the talking points I had for entertainment news. Did you want to talk about our year as a family? Sure. Do a I'm recap. Sure people want to hear all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we because again, the, the cool thing about the podcast is we can talk about various things. You know, we we went into great detail about our experience adopting Liam, which was mm -hmm. definitely the highlight of the whole year. But I also got to do a whole episode talking about uh graduating from BYU Idaho in my uh bachelor's degree in business management, which was really great as well. And then, of course, if you follow me on social media, you know I began my journey for my master's degree with Azusa Pacific University going towards my MBM. So as I mentioned to you, and then of course doing this podcast. So uh, 2022 was a very eventful year for me and I'm happy with what I've accomplished, but uh, we'll see what I can do for reading. I really want to try that. And then of course the common goal is to talk about the gym to really make it back. Cause I think 2022 was the first year that I didn't go to the gym at least once. Mm -hmm. The whole year. year for yeah. Us yeah. So, so I'm going to make an effort to try and go back as well. Yeah. So in a nutshell, that, that was kind of for me. What, what were your highlights for, for 2022? I mean, obviously Liam's adoption and sealing were the 2022 highlights. But mm -hmm. for me, I think I um, went a little crazy with that. So all of the festivities and parties around his adoption and sealing were big deals for me. That's what I focused on a lot this year. Um, we had some not like huge, exciting, elaborate vacations, but organizing and planning some family time. That was really important to me this year. Mm -hmm. And we made some great memories there. Mm -hmm. um, we spent a lot of time as a couple doing some fun things like the concerts and stuff that we did and movie nights and things like that. And I think that was really good. So I think, I guess in a nutshell, my accomplishments this past year, I feel like we're keeping our family functioning. 
um, and doing all of Liam's adoption and sealing stuff and making sure it went through and then just trying to like make some memories like my goals this, this past year was to make some memories um, and I feel like we really did a lot of that so I'm really proud of that going into 2023 my goal is to just invest more time in the things that are important to me um, to stay focused on that and balanced in that regard um, to pay off some debt <laughs> to um, make effort for date nights to make some vacation memories again, like just really just trying to make sure that we keep our family close. Um, also some spiritual goals, just to continue to ensure that our family does family evening and scripture study and family prayer um, so that we stay united together in a good cause. No, absolutely. Yes. And uh, thank you again for encouraging and pushing for our family to, you know, create those memories for, for family trips to have fun, things like that. Uh, you know, we, we had a rough couple of years with COVID, right. As a society. So now that we're living in this post COVID world uh, to do things like that and to really enjoy life, I think it's very important for our own mental sanity of obviously, but also just to create wonderful memories and have fun. So looking forward to more of that uh, in the next coming years, which will be really great and fun. Yeah. Sounds good. Very cool. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation of uh, favorite picks of entertainment uh, from from my friends who gave us pre-recorded comments and then my picks and Allison's picks as well. And thank you again for supporting the podcast. Again, I'm, I'm going to keep this going. Uh, this is so much fun for me. And I have some really great episodes planned in the next couple of weeks for r- really cool guests. So um, is there anything else that you wanted to share tonight? I love you. You're the best. Oh, thank you. Love you too. You're the best as well. Okay. You've been listening to the Casting for Fun podcast. Huge thank you to my buddies for contributing their pre-recorded comments. Thank you, Allison, for joining me tonight. And uh, tune in yeah, every Tuesday, new episodes. Thank you so much. Bye.